2: podcast hey guys remember last year when we had wells jared when he wasn't my fiance or even my boyfriend and cupcake on to talk about what they didn't get about relationships women all that stuff what they didn't get in general well today we're doing it again and jared's back and this time the single men on the podcast will be jason Tarek and nick Vial. So we're going to leave you guys for a little while and maybe interrupt a couple
1: times here and there, but enjoy the male perspective. Ladies, do you have anything else to say? I just want to say that we're obviously pre-recording this and... I can't wait to listen to this because I'm going to be listening to it back when like our listeners are listening to it. I'm like kind of like nervous. It's like what they're going to say. No. Remember last year? I feel like it was the only podcast of ours that
2: I actually listened to in the car. There you
1: go. Yeah. Because I was like, what does Jared say? What can I do? (laughs) 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 That's hilarious. So we hope you guys enjoy it. (laughs) Hey guys. Welcome to
3: an all new episode of help. I wait a minute. Where am I? Wait a second. This isn't on purpose. This isn't where I parked my car. I might've done a, a little bit on purpose guys this is the i don't get it podcast as you well know or ladies i should say this is the i don't get it podcast but we're changing things why up today are you, why are you implying that no men will listen to this podcast because most most of their demographic is female let's just be honest we've seen the numbers but we're changing things up this is going to be a guy central podcast hosted by three men argument could be <laughs> made <Debatable>. for boys <laughs> yeah argument <laughs> definitely could be made for boys myself i am joined by the beautiful the handsome he really needs no introduction you know him. Nick Viall is here. And we have a special guest. He is over the phone because currently he's in Seattle. Uh, another man that needs, needs no introduction, Jason Tardik, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, guys, for joining. Yeah. Hey, give, give,
4: give
1: ourselves a round of applause.
3: So, we're pretty much going to talk about things that we don't get about women, which is quite a lot. Nick is drinking a glass of red wine right now. I understand everything. I don't. That's a valid point. <laughs> I mean, he does. Anytime I need advice just on the, the other yourself, gender, bud. I just ask Nick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, I have a beer. Jason, confirmed what are you drinking in my relationship. I got a is.
5: Canadian beer over here, all what? the way in Seattle, Washington. What type of Canadian beer are you drinking? Labatt's Blue Light. Labatt's? So I don't know if you've. I don't know if you've been to a Buffalo Bills tailgate, but everyone wears Zuba pants. If you don't know what they are, you should Google them. They look I'm like a, tiger print. Yeah, no, And it's got, dude, it's, got ti- it's got tiger print on it.
3: No, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Patriots fan, so I go to the winning teams. So. No, but I know uh, I know what Zuba <laughs> pants are. I'm
5: a That's child of the eighties. Awesome. That's an eighties fashion statement. Zuba pants. Zuba? Zuba. Zuba.
4: Yeah, they're like, yeah. You don't know what those are?
5: You know what they're like? I've heard FC the name. Hammer. MC yeah, they're empty hammer, hammer, hammer pants
4: with like hybrid with tigers. And, Do you know. either
3: one of you own a pair of those?
5: Are you kidding no, me? but I
4: probably wanted one as a kid. But.
5: So there's not a Buffalonian that doesn't own a pair because people still to this day rock them. And then what they created for all the women? Yeah, wait. All the Buffalonians own Zubas. And they're, what they created for women now are Zubas leggings. So they're legging pants with the Zuba print. It's unbelievable.
4: Say Say leggings again.
5: Leggings.
3: Leggings leggings you, baby there's no g what you, leggings what do you is that did i add a g i don't no, know you oh, drop le- the g cuz it's like leggings leggings what do you leggings? say leggings if i say it quickly i think i say leggings leggings i don't know that's a good question i mispronounce all my words though i was actually recently so watching I, I was watching back some like all right so i did some college films i was a theater major for a little while and, and i actually met up with one of my buddies who directed the film I was watching myself back trying to articulate some words, and it was pretty embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie. I dropped so many R's, I didn't even realize it, and add so many A's. It's pretty bad. Jason probably has the, somewhat of the similar <sighs> thing being from the Northeast Buffalo.
5: Yeah, we got huge issues with our A's. Everything yeah. is so like nasally and a hey, and ah. You know, we, we screw them all up. But oh, some some people in the West Coast, I've learned, like absolutely hate it. And then some are like, "Oh, your accent's cute." I'm like, "Oh, thank you."
4: <laughs> I think those people just like your face.
5: <laughs> oh, you stop! <laughs> they like your you face
4: st- and the
3: accent. It just the accent makes you more adorable. <laughs> all right so what this is Cheers, obviously boys. a podcast called the i don't get a podcast where ashley naz and lauren talk about things that they just really don't get about not only men but life in general and nick i kind of want to talk to you for a second you're you're single right now I, yeah you are in the dating pool as they say both of you guys are both of you guys are single out there sure. mingling uh Are there things that you guys are just kind of mystified about the dating world as of right now from a guy's perspective? Or even not even just dating, but about life in general, putting yourself out there. Are there things where you're like, why am I doing this? Why is this person doing
5: something? Jason, where do you want to, I, I would say this, where to, do you yeah. want to start? I mean, do you want to talk about where to find people, the methods in communicating, what you wear on a first date, first date embarrassing things that have happened? I mean, the list can go off.
4: Have you guys ever been, What? What don't you understand, Jason?
5: What I don't what, understand. So, so hey, like, do you some, have... when? Like, do you...
4: Like, are you confused about... Do you have questions about, like, what you wear on a first date? Or do you... Do you have an opinion? Like, do you judge a girl? Not like judge necessarily in a negative way, but do you are you
5: The answer is yes. Are you curious
4: I, about what she wears on a first date?
5: Like does so that think, say something? So I think the kind of the overarching theme here is like presentation and what maybe like attraction, right? And I think that even backs up before what you'd wear to a first date. If you look at the phases of dating, I think there's like this like search maybe search phase, and it's either where you're introduced to someone, you meet them on an app, you DM them, or you meet them in a common place. And I think even before getting to what you're wearing on a first date, it's like in 2018, that is the craziest process, this whole where do you meet in like the beginning phases of dating.
3: It's the craziest process because you're planning to meet someone. What do you mean planning a first date?
5: No, I'm saying my thing is, is like your first interaction I think what's so intriguing today in 2018, when you ask someone where did you guys meet, because 10, 20, 30 years ago, the answer was either A, B, or C. Today, it's A, Z. It could be anywhere, any story, any app, any place. You could be in Alaska and dating someone in Italy, and it's normal.
3: It's all over the place. Even uh, that Aziz Ansari book, um, which I mean, might not be the best reference right now. I think it's fine. was it modern romance but he talks about that about how like 30 years ago statistically speaking most women married men that lived in their same neighborhood and obviously those numbers have dropped increasingly as the world has become more uh communicative communi- communicating with each other well the world is smaller obviously communicative.
4: A- access to people has Thank a- you, Jason. It's, it's all about access access has grown uh,
3: exponentially totally and i think also the way we look at love has changed like even in the, in the same book, they talk about how, like, 30 years ago, women would marry men because, well, it's what you do in society. I want to start a family. He's a good man. Like, it's just kind of like the course of the way things went. And today, it's far different. Women are looking for their soulmate. They're looking for the person they want to spend the rest of their life with. And so people are getting married at a later think age. Is different? absolutely how do you not? think
4: people aren't looking for their soulmate
3: i think 30 years ago people were getting married at a younger age with somebody that maybe they didn't deem or maybe they as their soulmate because they were more so looking for different things they were looking to start a family they were looking to settle down but you think that 30 years ago people were being like i'll marry you but i know you're not my soulmate uh i don't think they thought about the soulmate i think it's only now in recent years become this very heightened way of looking at a relationship i kind of disagree
5: here's here's my thought on that is that i think because of social media and where we are today there's this appeal for the pursuit of perfection right so it's people want this imaginary thing the perfect looking person with the perfect job and the perfect career and the perfect family and this pursuit of perfection that just doesn't exist like Like Dating is not easy, and relationships are hard. It's a partnership. It's a two-way street. And that that image of perfection is what everyone's chasing. I think it's leading to a lot of uh, issues in the dating world.
3: Well, like Nick said, the world is becoming smaller, and the thing about that is you have more options. So I think people are cutting their relationship a little bit earlier than they would... years ago
4: i mean i think i definitely think it's it's paralysis of choice kind of like what jason said also i mean just you know just society you kind of to jared's point our our parents and a generation before it was very normal to get you just got married when you were like under 25 and when i was younger i just always assumed i'd get married under 25 that's different now i don't i disagree with you saying that Again, because it's all perspective. I think the people, when our parents, I think my parents would describe each other as, as finding, thinking I found my soulmate and they're when very they got lucky. It, it, yeah, but like you just don't know the difference. Kind of like our, the world was smaller, larger than, I don't, small, you just had less access to people. So kind of like what you, you didn't have the internet and you weren't, it wasn't so easy to like fall in love with a girl from Italy or New York or whatever. So like you just didn't know the difference. So what was in front of you was the best thing. You could imagine, and so they were your soulmate. I mean, that like, and perception. I don't like really believe in in soulmates, but but I do think subsequently people. Where I get the most frustrated with dating is the fact it it makes us lazier. How I mean, so? Well, well, it's like this thing where because access is so abundant, and you can, and and I think sometimes you know, when I talk to women or even Ashley has mentioned this, is that like a lot of women, especially with online dating, you know, when you're online dating, you open yourself up to this pool of people. And then if you start talking to a girl, right, like she's talking to other guys. I mean, you know, it's not like this exclusive, you're you're kind of like throwing darts against the wall. Totally. And it's sometimes your peers sometimes can make you look bad in a sense that it's, you get e- easily discouraged on things like that. Or if you're sliding into someone's DMs, so to speak, you know, if it's the type of girl who, pro- you know, say it's a very attractive, she's getting a bunch of DMs and it can just get very discouraging. So they ne- like it's like you never get to the point where you actually could go grab a cup of coffee or have a drink. You That's, know, yeah. And it's just like, that- it just becomes your, you're, 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 it's almost like you're fighting against all these people. You'll never interact with these guys, but they're, you're, And it's become like it's 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 exhausting that way. Totally. To bounce off (laughs) your
3: point, what I really liked what you said was people have become lazy, and I agree with that because the idea of somebody who's being single and then putting themselves out there is no longer going out more or like putting themselves out there in the physical world. It's so much more putting themselves out there on their phone, whether it be dating apps or social media which is interesting to me because it's really as as great as dating apps are and i i'm i I definitely condone them it's interesting that like it does provide a certain level of laziness because you don't really need to like actively physically put yourself out there because the way you put yourself out there nowadays is signing up on your phone
4: yeah i mean it's easier to just message someone or dm someone thought walking up, uh, obviously, like I think verbal and written communicate well. Verbal communication has suffered as a result of the internet and things like that. But I think it's a two way street too. I mean, like I've I've actively tried to force myself to to get out in the dating world the past several months. I was kind of after my breakup. I I kind of hibernated for a minute. You know, it's not that easy to just kind of jump back out there you know publicly but i've actively tried to to do that and so there's this balance because again not just me i think everyone gets discouraged because as jason said dating is hard and it's harder now because there's only too many options and flaking and and things like that happen because there's you know because you know when you have all this access like you're like you might be, like, writing this girl and not even realizing that maybe you're competing against, like, 10 other dudes she's messaging kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, she'll, make, think- she'll make, make plans with you, and you're like, oh, she flakes or something because, like, I don't know, something comes up or, like, totally. there's so many different things. You get so discouraged, right? And then, like, and then the, the traditional thing is what, what do people say about dating? It's like, well, it shouldn't be that hard. You know, it should come naturally. And they have this, like this idea in their head back and forth between like should it be like i want it to come naturally and it's like this kind of thing in your head where you're like i don't want to force it kind of thing where i'm forcing it because i want to be in a relationship but like you also have to like take your swings and be willing to strike out these days because it's just not that fucking easy. totally it begs the (laughs) question (laughs) of
3: like how easy should a relationship be because i think a lot of people just immediately assume well if this is the love of my life it's going to be very easy when in actuality a relationship can be very difficult
1: Okay. So I have a confession to make. So I used to work at Victoria's Secret way, way back in the day um, when I was in high school. And one of the requirements that you needed to have when you worked at Victoria's Secret was to measure people's bra sizes. And I was very young in my teens. And I feel like when I was measuring people's breast size to get their correct bra size, Um, I'm pretty sure I gave some inaccurate information. So I may be the reason why you or someone, you know, is wearing the wrong bra size, (laughs) but no worries guys, because third love is about to save your life. So... Third Love is a bra company that all three of us are obsessed with. And using thousands of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind so that they fit impeccably and feel even better. And I'm telling you guys, this is the best fitting bra I have ever put on my body. They actually just added 24 new sizes, making them the industry leader with a total of 70 sizes. What other bra company do you know has that many sizes? But my absolute favorite thing about them is that you can skip the trip to a bra store and you don't have to deal with any awkward fitting room experiences because you can find your fit literally in 60 seconds online, order it, and try it on at home. They have this really awesome fit finder quiz and all you have to do is answer a simple simple few questions to find your perfect fit. And it's actually fun and it takes less than a minute. Like, Did you guys know that breast shape matters when finding a good fit? Well, Third Love helps you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body. They have cups from A through H, bands up to 48, and each size is designed specifically for a perfect fit. 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes. So Third Love invented half cup sizing, which is so clutch because Ashley and Lauren actually are a half cup size. And this Third Love bra is like life-changing for them. Um, I have to tell you guys also about the comfort and quality because hands down, it is the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. They have tagless labels. So you're not like itchy, you know, like those stupid labels that make you itch. And the straps don't slip off. Like how many of us are constantly like bringing, our strap up back up to you know our shoulders so that it fits and they have ultra soft smoothing fabrics and it's super lightweight super thin it looks great under t-shirts and third level guarantee a perfect fit so returns and exchanges are free and easy who doesn't love that So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our listeners 15% off their first order. So all you guys have to do is go to thirdlove.com slash get it right now to find your perfect fitting bra. And again, like I said, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash get it for 15% off today. All right, back to the podcast.
3: Jason, I want to get your thoughts about like, did you take... A hibernation period after you left the Bachelorette because I'm pretty sure that you've already stated this. You you said no to paradise, right?
5: Yes, I said no to paradise.
3: And so did you like feel like you kind of just after that experience with Becca and the entire show, you kind of wanted just to like step back for a second?
5: Yeah, it was just a lot. You know, it was a lot in a short period of time. And again, you know, to one fall in love in a place you don't expect to, and then to fall in love or not, maybe not to expect, but not to know. And then you fall in love and then you're heartbroken. And then usually when you break up with someone, it's over, it's in the past, you close the door, you move on to relive it the whole summer. I got to say it was exhausting. It was exhausting because there are so many things behind the scene on the show that you don't see in the relationships that people hold near and dear to their heart, which I can appreciate, but then you see them unfold in front of your face. And I watched that breakup probably two or three times, one before Men Tell All, and then one live when it aired, and I watched all of them by myself. And each time, still, legitimately, authentically, with every bone in my body, two or three months later, I was still crying. And I think I was crying because I remember how like sad that place I was when it happened. And I'm well over it now, and i'm I'm happy that Becca and Garrett are together, but kind of taking a couple steps back to the earlier conversation, now that I am back in the dating game, one of the biggest challenges I have is that i don't it is i've never at this it was easier when I was twenty one than when I'm now twenty nine more mature and educated, et cetera to identify if someone actually is single because in this world we live in, I think that Especially for millennials, it's this thought and theme and mission of just appealing, appealing to mm-hmm. the masses, appealing to the people. And not necessarily does appealing mean showing that you're in a committed relationship. So what do you sometimes... what do you mean?
4: <clears throat> or like where?
5: So Nick, have you ever stumbled Across yes. maybe someone's DMs <laughs> All or some <someone's> <laughs> common. Let's say they comment on something and you look and you're like, okay, I wonder what the deal is with this person. And A to Z on that Instagram, there is no sight of a of a boyfriend in love. Well, sure, yeah. I then, mean
4: I I figure that's where you're going. I mean when it comes to the, when it comes to the internet, yes, I, I don't think you can it is not clear. Uh, people's relationship status you certainly can't to i think to jason's but you cannot assume uh, by looking at their instagram because it's also like out of context too like i mean um i didn't delete any pictures when vanessa and i broke up right so yeah if you were say a girl going on my page say a month after uh, we broke up it would be it would it would seem like i'm in a relationship you know i mean you don't know i, I think when it comes to your point i think it, i just never assume yeah uh, i wouldn't have i can get an idea it's just like oh, maybe but kind of jason's point like i think if you yeah there are a lot of women who are like well there was one like i'm like you got a boyfriend like you go back two years and there's no sign <laughs> and it's like fairly provocative pictures you know it's like but <laughs> right. it's like okay <laughs> um but also i think to your point jason like you have with being on the show and having a following i'm sure you're getting messages and comments from women where you would think it seems weird for you to say this given that you might have a boyfriend totally. or a husband or but i don't know that's just kind of i think that's just a weird the weird position you are in
3: that we all go in totally
4: no but like yeah do you do you think people are doing that yes regardless
3: regardless if they're in a relationship or not
4: no i mean like let's assume jason was never on the show okay and he didn't have like what like say a year ago right like were you getting were you getting um i'm not saying it didn't never happen but with the regularity obviously it happens now Uh, were you getting like dms and comments from girls who it seemed like they probably might be in a relationship based off their instagram
5: i think i think you make a good point obviously like the inflow and obvious obviously things are like a lot different right you make you make a good point with but, that. but so, i do agree
4: with you that like if you were say just cruising on the instagram and you came across this profile and you're like well oh, this is a really attractive girl and you know i i'm not jumping to conclusions but i'm interested have you guys you ever, know and like you it's hard to tell to to figure out if they're in a relationship have you guys
3: ever had an experience when you were talking to someone online whether it be instagram social media dating apps Oh, I guess maybe dating apps are excluded because of the next question. Uh, have you ever been talking to somebody online that you were talking to and ended up having a boyfriend? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like... Not like bad conversation, but like just conversation that was kind of like banter and flirty. Maybe you slid into their DMs or they slid into yours. And then like after like a couple of days, it was like oh, weirdly way, brought up.
4: No, I didn't. No, I I haven't experienced that.
5: I would say, I would say, I absolutely have experienced that. And when the second I find out if there is a boyfriend, I want absolutely nothing to do with that or things like that. But I'll even say I've seen DMs, and this is this is just kind of a little nauseating. But I've seen DMs from someone that's like. Uh, you know, relatively aggressive, and then you click on their profile, and like you yeah. see that they're, and it's it, oh, just yeah. like nauseating. Oh yeah, totally. i definitely. But de- I think
4: yeah.
3: the, but that the reason they anybody. slide into your DMs, Jason, is because fans. they are, they are so willing to just break up with whoever he- the hell their boyfriend is oh, just for like a
5: a, a minute. Also, with like you. it's like
4: hall pass. Kind of, and they don't think you're <laughs> going. They don't think you're going to reply. Totally. So like yeah, game you know, I get that, I get that's that. not. Yeah. I think
5: they, that's the weird I guess the theme of this, though, is that like now that when you're when you dating scene is relatively public, it just changes that whole outlook. And I want to be more sensitive to that I mean, like even like a stupid, stupid, unrelatable thing. Almost I'm at a WWE event and the one of the Bella twins throws a shirt at my face and mm. it hits me dead square in the face. And I write a comment, like she put a uh, picture up that day, and I write a comment, you just nail me square in the face. And she writes back, Oh, kisses to your face. Sorry about that. With like a couple kisses. Which one
4: was it? The one who's wiz- it was
5: Nikki with John Cena. And then I see like I have Google alerts on my phone. over I see a Google alert today, Nikki commenting on guy from Bachelor's after reuniting with John Cena. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, like, good for you.
3: God, I was about to say. For you. You Nicely done, me? Jason. Nicely I want
5: done. Nothing to do with John Cena coming after me. Oh, <laughs> he's a big bear. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's sweet. When
4: before you knew that, were you commenting on her page? Because who knows?
5: Were no, you, no, no. Come on. <laughs>
3: like you, you didn't. Isn't it weird to think about though? We have the power to comment on somebody's page, and immediately people assume that we're dating them or like trying to flirt with them.
4: Is that weird to think about? Well, I just think that people are trying to create something out of nothing. I think of course, more they to your react. point. I think, I, I, think I think Jason might have actually commented because he was curious if she would see it and reply before he realized uh, that you know he would never have done that. Obviously, had he known that she was back with John Cena, but <laughs> re- before. The
5: re- no, the reason I commented is because it was just like an emotional reaction. Like she posted the picture, she hit me in the face. Holy shit! Oh my Since God.
4: you have grown a, f- a following, Jason, and have become this. International superstar. Have Shut you up.
5: have you like pimple, on, and
4: be honest? Have you yeah. um DM'd or commented or liked anyone's page of any public persona with the curiosity? I've wondered now if I might have access to get this person's attention.
5: So I I've only done it once I don't need
4: names. I just want a yes or no answer.
5: Oh, I don't even care. I'll, I would share the story. Okay, great. Let's hear it. Because <laughs> I, I still I can, want her to respond. Yeah. <laughs> I can. Let's put it I out say. there in the world. Yeah. I mean, I think it's actually kind of funny because I had a crush on her forever. But, oh, let's um, hear the story then. Garrett, Garrett and I were with one of our producers, she, you know, and uh, you guys will know who she is. And she did this clapping thing that's from Pitch Perfect. And it goes like...
4: Megan Firestone.
5: Yeah, it goes on. So we finally get it down. And we, I put it on my Instagram, and Brittany Snow, who, who was an actress. Who's Britney Snow? Brittany's... She was an actress in uh, Pitch Perfect.
4: Okay. Beautiful. Also Pitch international perfect. superstar.
5: <laughs> 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 Listen, I'm going for my crush, okay? Uh, anyway, so you go for Jennifer Lawrence. She's the best. But anyway, so anyway, I, I, I yeah. found a common, a common friend that knew her. And I was like, could you do me who I had access to because of the show? And I said, could you do me a favor? Brittany Snow commented on this. She thought it was funny. I'll see you at auditions. I was like, could you reach out to her if possible and put in a good word? And she's like, absolutely. Like, I would endorse and approve that. And long story short, Brittany Snow... Is very happily in a relationship and they're moving in together, and uh. I'm very happy for them. But, like, that was an example of, like, huh, now that I know this person, I wonder if I can meet that person. But, oh, of course, I mean, whatever,
3: I, totally. I, I did it one time uh, where, like, I was like, I wonder if I message this person if they'll respond because I have the blue check mark on Instagram now. <laughs> you know,
4: was it because of the blue check mark?
3: No, but I thought, like, oh my God, I, I would never have a shot with this girl before. And this was obviously before Ashley. Of course. Obviously, of course. Put that obviously there. putting that caveat, you know, come on now. Um, but it's interesting, man. Dating has changed. Is there anything that can, like right, you guys are both singles? Is there anything a girl can do? Like, whether it be on their dating profile app or their Instagram that kind of gets your attention? No, I don't know. Here's what I don't get. I'm going to pivot. Perfect. Love it. Texting. I don't, I don't understand. It's the dumbest.
4: No, what I mean by that is just like sometimes I will read these responses
3: and I'll just be like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't, I don't. Texting is really hard because there's no tone behind it. You can't tell what somebody's trying to say.
5: So I'm going to. It's the most cryptic thing out there. It is more cryptic than cryptocurrency. Half the time it's like, are you
4: (laughs) fucking with me or are you just like. Well, that's what I mean. Are you
3: asleep when you're. I don't. Like somebody can say something in person with a certain tone, whether it be sarcasm or seriousness or lightheartedness, whatever, and you text that same thing, that thought in your head, and it comes across so much different depending on whoever's reading it and whatever mood they're in. And so – and then also texting like – I think we overthink it a little bit, which is where you were going with this, Nick, which is how many times – and I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to this – have you written a message – and then erased it and then written another one and then erased it and then written another one and then erased it or written one and then read it over 15,000 times before you finally sent it. And then when you sent it, you felt like an idiot because they don't respond in the first three minutes and you think that they read it and hate you forever. It's just this – it's this constant anxiety and stress that is caused from this little phone that is presented to us that is connected to us with – Everybody across the globe and yet gives us so much stress from like four sentences that you're about to text a girl that you actually like and want to go on a date with. But you also don't want to come off creepy. So you start writing this message. You want to be funny, but you don't want to be creepy funny. And it's just this horrible
5: game that we all play. So, Jared, let me throw this back at you then. So I think that history repeats itself. Right. And I think now it's texting. But before it was something else. And I think what do you mean, idea, like letters? Just I don't even know, but I, I'll, I'll give you an example. I think the I idea, wrote her 15
4: letters and I've not <laughs> gotten a response. Her handwritten,
5: put it in her locker and everything. I wrote you who? No, but there's an overarching thing that, like, the whole game of like playing games, like, to a certain extent. Is like, help, you kind of keep each other on your toes. Like, I see it in my parents' relationship. They're married 34 years. And still, when I visit, I can see like the little games they play, the flirting games, the tough guy who's, you know, just in a fun, loving way. And Jared, you tell me if you're wrong, but do you, you and Ashley probably still have like funny things where you're playing or flirting or trying to take, you know, to trying to be like, no, this is right. That happens. And I think now in our world, when you're starting to date, that happens via text.
3: But the difference—the worst. But exactly. But that's the difference. Is the games that we play within relationships are great because we know that we love each other and we can mess around and make each other laugh. The games that yeah. we play prior to any relationship or even any friendship. It's just it gives so much anxiety because you it, it it's like okay am I coming on too strong should I be more aggressive should I say something should I text this should I text this gif or should I text that gif and
5: it's it's I like, love a good gif gifts are great it. but, but it's, how many times who every listener out there and then you guys as well have you ever given a friend advice to say wait don't text back all the hold, time wait hold you gotta wait 10 15 20 minutes I, wait a day i, I, I used to listen.
4: i really don't i really don't
3: i used to but not I,
5: listen,
4: anymore I'm a, I'm a firm believer in they either like you or you don't or they don't but that, that's not always true i don't i, I
3: think it, it,
4: it, it, that might be true but i i definitely think it, it, there's no way to tell i think days. it's different
3: for nick and i because yeah i used to do that i used to tell my friends like no you can't text her right back that's way too much but now in my late 20s and, and progressing quickly into my early 30s i'm like what, am I, what are you doing text them back text them back i mean, it's fine listen, let them if, know
4: you like them if there's a girl who's not going to go out with me because i text back too quickly then i just i can't <laughs> I honestly can't deal like i, I
5: already have <laughs> no, but i'm just saying i think everyone's guilty of at least once or twice telling their friend like oh wait a minute or like don't you know come on
1: all right, guys, I want to take a second to talk about my favorite thing that's been introduced into my life, and it's called liquid IV. So basically, my issue is that in life, I don't drink enough water. I know that that's really bad. I just hate having to pee all the time. I have fibroids, and I don't know. I just don't. It's like annoying, you and don't I like to pee. And I hate peeing all the time, and I never even finish like one water bottle. I have so many water bottles in my house with like a little bit of water in I it. It's actually finish
2: your water bottles when you leave. I just like dump it in my mouth just to- <laughs> the ones i leave here yes. at your house
1: it's bad guys but thanks to liquid iv i'm getting hydrated so liquid iv is basically this powder that you put into a water bottle and it hydrates you three times the amount one water bottle would hydrate you and their flavors are amazing i literally feel like i'm michael jordan from space jam like drinking what? like the special stuff
0: lemon lime is my favorite oh it's so 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 good and you- not like a sports drinks because they're non-gmo they're clean ingredients it's a healthy
1: alternative they're vegan free of gluten dairy and soy but it also delivers hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone and it contains five essential vitamins that you're not going to get from your other average sports drinks NAS
2: speaks about these essential vitamins. Well, those vitamins include vitamin C, more than an orange, and just as much potassium as you're going to get from a banana. Another great thing about Liquid IV is that they donate one serving to people in need for every order placed. And for you um, fitness freaks out there, Liquid IV is going to... Fuel you through workouts. It's going to prevent muscle fatigue and it's going to promote healthy post-workout recovery with clean ingredients and their portable power packs so you can just dump it into your water bottle while you're at the gym. We love Liquid IV and we know that you will too. So for 20% off, go to liquidiv.com. That is L-I-Q-U-I-D-dash. IV.com and use our code Get It at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order at Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid IV.com and enter our promo code, which is Get It, to get your savings and start getting better hydration. Don't wait. Get hydrated now.
3: So, Jason, if you, are you the type of guy that, like, say you go on a date with a girl and it goes really well. Are you mm-hmm. the type of guy that would text that night to be like, hey, I had a really good time? Or are you the type of guy to be like, you know what? I don't want to be too much. I'm going to wait. And either text, like, two days later or something along those lines.
5: No. I'm, if, if, I, you know, if I'm on a date with someone and it goes well and that person has given me enough that I think there's chemistry and vice versa, then I think I don't want to waste any time. And I'll text her immediately that night. Am I going to pepper her with 10 texts in a row? Absolutely not. With something kind to say I had a great time, I hope to see it again, let's plan something? 100%.
3: Totally. This is a really vague question, but as three guys, maybe we should try to break it down. Why is dating so hard in 2018? And I even technology, I get it. It adds this layer that hasn't been there before and we're all learning from it and all trying to navigate our way through this social media and dating app world but why is it so difficult for people to meet with each other and and develop a relationship in this day and age?
4: I think it's I think it's access. I think it's the internet. I think it's people are lazy. I think it's this. I think dumb luck. Lo- well, here's like access. Well, I, I'll tell I Jason. I, I, last time I did Ashley's podcast, I, I told a story, and there's more to the story. I'll update <laughs> you. Okay. But it's like a lot of variables of why dating so goddamn hard. All right, let's hear it. So quick, uh, quick for those who didn't, um, I matched, I, I, I connected with a, a young lady on the internet. I'm already liking the story. Very attractive. Real, a real winner in the looks department. Um, I was aware of her existence before. We had a quick communication. Uh, she wasn't living here at the time. She was living in New York. Um, there was some dialogue back and forth, a little bit of text, right? And then it was like, hey, if you're ever in town, let's get together, you know, yeah, like blah, blah, blah. And then I was probably probably more the pursuer of her than me, I suppose. I mean, it wasn't like, it, again, it was early, it was the internet, you know, so it was like a little bit of back and forth. But even then, when I was like, let's get together, her texting back and forth didn't always, like, make... It was like, yeah, sure, it was like one-word answers or... And then she was in town and we didn't get together. I was like, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, it's not really going to happen. No big deal. Like, yeah. So we stopped talking. About five weeks go by. I am cruising the internet. <laughs> and I come across. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, that's amazing. And I come
4: across this young lady's uh, um, curated internet page <clears throat> on the gram. And I found her quite fetching only to realize that this was the other girl's best friend.
5: You bring up such a good point here. I so, can't wait for this. Can't
4: wait. So, so I, again, these, these girls are, you know, both have no problem in terms of like having guys find them attractive. They, they have two very different looks, both. I mean, whatever. One A, one B, they're both hot. I found like, and I, the, the other one lived here. I thought she was very attractive. And so I messaged that friend the the second girl was up front and was like, hey, listen, I came across your in- Instagram just so you know I was talking to your friend briefly. We never got together. I don't know if you knew that, but like listen, I'd regret not asking if you want to get together. Cause like whatever. Like, hey, I don't I don't get and long story short, we went back and forth a few times. She responded. She was like, you know, that I definitely knew about it and I would love to, but I don't want to disrespect my friend. And I kind of I, I asked a few more creative ways. We finally ended up meeting at a party that i kind of told her i was going to and she showed up to but like it's not like we went on a date or anything like that and then afterwards she was like yeah i'm like it was great to meet you but i like, still don't want to like disrespect my friend and i eventually just let it go right and so i was like okay like she i don't know clearly is like best besties with this friend or maybe she's just not that into me i don't I, I don't know and that like a month goes by two weeks ago i went to an event and ran into both of them at this party
3: (laughs) at the same
4: at the same time time. and so i'm i'm thinking to myself i'm like oh this is gonna be awkward because i just assumed you know they had communicated their best why
3: would they not talk about
4: this? so i'm we're like and we apparently we have some la is a small town but we have some mutual friends so at this event we're kind of in the same vicinity Mm -hmm. And the second girl who I had pursued after the fact, like, she was, like, I caught her kept looking at me, but almost, like, in an awkward, like, I don't know if she was checking me out or just being, like, oh, fuck, this guy's here. <laughs> and so, like, she finally made eye contact with me and I waved and I was, like, okay. And then the first girl, like, I'm thinking, like, this is going to be kind of embarrassing because, like, I went and hit on your friend. She looks at me, and she's, like, hey. And I'm, like, hey. You know, kind of, like, wave awkwardly. Yep. And I'm, like, okay, well, I'm thinking to myself, well, if this what what a good sport you know like yeah what a yeah whatever yeah we barely talked like another minute goes by she like looks at me again waves i just like hey and i'm like okay she walks over i'm like oh shit and she's like hey well it's nice to finally meet you in person gives me a big hug and like super friendly and i'm like what is going on like how why is she being so cool yeah
3: how long are we going to play this game where you act as if nothing happened
4: but then she, like, introduced me to her, like, best friend. I'm like, oh, shit. She has no idea that I pivoted and hit on her friend. So the, oh, the second girl never told the first girl. So we're at this event. She's leaving. And she's just like, well, you still have my number, right? And I'm like, yeah. Like, kind of awkwardly, like, I don't really know what to do here. I don't want to be a dick. She's like, well, let's, uh, you know, let's get together sometime. And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. You know, like, and again, this girl, I'm... I had never met this girl in person. She's very attractive. Like I was, I would love to go out. Like I, I don't know. I don't know either of them. Like it's dating. Like this is the thing. It's just like I'm just shooting to get hot here. Just, you know, like I'm just taking my hacks trying, trying to connect t- someone <laughs> yeah. here. You know, like just
3: trying to bat two fifty
5: right? over here. Like, Come you on.
3: Know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> what You know, that's that's the thing is that that's the, the reality is, is I don't know either of them. They're both very attractive. I've heard from around the street that they're interesting and, and smart and who knows, I have no idea if I'm going to connect with either of them, you know? So like, I didn't intentionally like try to like go out with two friends. It just kind of fucking happened. So anyways, like, I don't know what to do. A couple hours go by. I, I, I pull some women in terms of like i'm at this other party i'm like so what do you think what do you think i should do here yeah <laughs> like well like you didn't do anything wrong just like message her and i'm like so i messaged the, the original girl and i was just like hey listen like it was really great meeting you i'm glad i get to finally get get to meet you let's get let's get together time, sometime. she's like sure yeah and i'm just like well do i tell her before or do i wait to meet up with her and ironically most of the women who i asked they were just like well you didn't do anything wrong just wait to meet up with her and and then tell her. And I listen, I, the funny thing is, somehow when the the original girl, when I met her finally at the party, it weirdly came up about like guys. And she was, and again, I had talked to her for about three minutes. And in three minutes, she found a way to vent to me about like dating and how there's no honest and loyal guys out there, right? And so I actually like really like someone who values loyalty. It's something I'm, i really value and so i'm just like you know what i don't care i'm not gonna wait i'm just gonna i'm just gonna come clean and so i wrote this message a day later and i was just like listen it, w- it was great to meet you and i would like to get together but i need to be up front and i was just like hey here's the situation like, and, friend, and i was very blah, 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 careful when i messaged her because i didn't want it to look like i was throwing because it didn't sound like, under the bus so i was just like listen your friend you have a great friend. Clearly, she she made it clear that she didn't want to dis- like didn't want to sacrifice your relationship. Um, and then so so here's where my confusion lies in. So like I just assumed she probably wouldn't write back. So the day later, a day later, she writes back. She's just like, "Hey, sorry for the late reply." I'm like, "Okay." Like I'm like, "I don't even think you're gonna write me back." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "It is kind of weird that you hit on two best friends." I'm like, "Eh," <laughs> but <laughs> but you seem cool, and I'm thinking, I don't know th- what does that mean. What are- Uh, Are you trying to, like, is it like, hey, listen, that's fucked up, but, like, I don't want to be a bitch, so I'm just going to say you seem cool. cool," Or, listen, I don't fucking care. Dating's hard. I'm going to give you some shit, but, like, whatever. You seem cool. Let's uh, let's Let's grab a drink. Thanks for being honest. You know, like, thanks for...
3: That's the way I took it as well. When you were telling me about it, I was like, it sounds like she's like, hey, it was kind of weird, but you seem pretty cool so, like, I as wrote, if let's meet up. I wrote back so, something
4: like, hey, I didn't <sighs> think I was going to like, yeah, I really didn't think I'd hear from you. Like, whatever. No need to be sorry. And honestly, like, I get it. Like, listen, I don't know what to say. I feel stupid, but do you want to get a drink tonight?
3: Eh, and then she stupid. writes back.
4: Here's where I here. This is a long version of like, I don't get texting. She just goes, I'm going to yoga t- right now. uh Uh, okay like (laughs) we're not we're not dating i don't need an update on your schedule like are we hanging out afterwards before or does that mean you want to hang out at all are you just fucking with me so jason what was your thought on that? that
5: i was gonna say so i completely understand that scenario and i think i can i've seen a lot of and i'm i'm empathetic to those who have had exes or dating friends or people that have intro doors there are so many stories about that the list goes on but I think the difference, and I'm curious if you would ever do it, Nick or Jared, when you were dating, if you did it, that's a situation where I'm super old school. If I find that there's conflict in a, in a scenario that like, I need the answer to, I'm weird in the fact that like right there, right then, I'll pick up the phone. And I'll just be like, hey, listen, I'm I'm really not – like here was the situation. I want to lay it out. I want to understand where you're at. Are we cool or are we not cool? Are we moving forward, putting it behind us? Maybe like that's the more of the East Coast to me, but I just want to know right there, right then.
3: Do you think it would come off too pushy if you called her after like only texting with this human being?
5: I guess to you me, did how, meet her. How, to me, it's how you approach it. I think I would it's, – it's the first two sentences that would say, yeah. the only reason I'm calling is because of this, this, and this, and I'm sorry if it seems too forward, but – I don't know because it's just not worth the qu- the wondering yeah the well that's why that's thought. why
4: I opted to just text her before I waited to meet her and just be like listen i don't I just thought it would be kind of rude of me to like get her to go out with me, and if she yeah. were pissed off to like drop that bomb, I totally. wanted to give her the out I mean calling like i don't know it's weird because like this girl she's certainly younger than me she's over twenty five I'll just say that, and at that point you're you're she's an adult.
3: over. 19 i'm kidding she's over 25 she's over 25 <laughs> <laughs> like, why do we come on it was funny it's a joke everybody laugh <laughs>
4: um but like yeah they're they're definitely like when i i guess she, what is she a millennial i don't know like there is this fear like i would have no problem no. calling but it's just like i i i definitely i think I'm she dating would a have younger, a problem with you calling. if i'm dating a younger a uh, younger woman and by younger i mean like anyone in their like mid to late 20s i'm like does she, I'm, I'm worried is she gonna think this is weird
0: Do any of you go out and you have a very stressful moment or like a very embarrassing moment, or you just saw that like the guy you love is seeing another girl or something traumatic happens and you wish you could run to your therapist's office? Well, we have Talkspace. That's an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. You're literally texting your therapist. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. This means you can improve your mental health. Even if you have trouble making time for it in the past, You don't have to schedule appointments like months in advance to get in with like a really good
1: therapist. You can have really good therapists right here with Talkspace. And what I love and I'm so excited about this sponsor is that you guys respond so well to our Dr. Mike podcast. And so many of you have reached out to us saying, I can't afford therapy. So it's really exciting for us to offer this to you guys. So I definitely want you guys to check it out. And remember that therapy isn't just about like venting your innermost thoughts or digging into your childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for like stress management living a happier life having a therapist simply provides you like a designated person for you to talk mm-hmm. to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes just
0: like Naz is heartbroken anonymous you the people in your life get tired of hearing about the same guy you talk about all the time but if you need someone to talk to third party no judgment talk space right. is here for you
2: professional licensed the Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing all life challenges that we all face at one time or two. To match with the perfect therapist for you for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash get it. That is A L K S dot com slash get it and use the code get it to get 45 dollars off your first month and show your support for the show that's again the code get it at talkspace.com slash get it
5: nick i have a question for you do you have i've asked i've been asked this question a ton in the last like two three weeks do you have an age limit that regardless of the individual you're talking to because we're getting older like I'm, I'm gonna be 30 in a couple weeks do you have a, a limit where you're like under no circumstances will i date someone younger than
4: this no circumstances Age. i mean i mm-hmm. don't want to put limits like absolutes but generally speaking i will say my floor in terms of how young they are is like 25
3: that seems yeah. about right
4: that's my yep. floor yep. like again like number. I mean, ages is a number. There are people who are far more mature than their age, and there are people who are super immature and older, so it's not an absolute. But generally speaking, um, I find that, like, if it's younger than 25, I, I have some serious <laughs> reservations about even um, giving it a shot.
3: It's fair. Um, this is like an off topic. What about you, Jason? Oh, yeah.
5: So I think, I think you made a good point that, like, is an, another theme, is that dating right now is not a blueprint. It's just a mosaic. Like, you can't actually pin anything down. Um, but I, what the hell are you two laughing at over there? You can We're not laughing. We can't see you. <laughs> oh, I thought Nick was laughing. Are we just I was frozen in,
3: in laughter? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a, oh, it's a good a Nick was
5: pit. frozen. I was like, wait, what did I say? No, but long story short, dating today isn't a blueprint. It's a mosaic. Um, And I also think there are probably 21-year-olds that carry themselves in a more mature manner than some 35-year-olds. I actually think if you look back on the show, I think that little Becca was a young girl on Ari season, but I thought she... Was much more eloquent and mature and well spoken and carried herself in a much more mature manner than others. So it's tough to put an age restriction. For me, I'm looking for someone that's like finished college and has like moved on into their 20s to understand what they want to do and what they want to get out of life.
3: All right. So every college graduate that is p- currently listening to this podcast, just slide <laughs> into Jason's <laughs> DMs. And-
5: oh, Jesus. Have you guys no, ever ghosted it's,
3: anybody? It's weird though, but like to that
4: point, like <laughs>
5: Oh I, my god, I got such a good story with ghosting. Well, oh, let me
4: one more thought on age, but like <laughs> yes. as I get older, right? Like I you know, I was just like, Hey Nick, you're getting older. You can't just you know, like <laughs> the whole Matthew McConaughey. Like I I rem I get older, I get self conscious about my age, and I'm just like oh shit. Wait sure, the Matthew I can't. McConaughey thing, well, what the, what's that? You get older, they stay the same age.
3: Has he said that in the past? Have you not seen Dazed and Confused?
4: Oh, okay, never mind. I'm losing it. Yeah. Uh, um But it's weird because, like, I don't – you know, I know I get older, but what I'm saying is as I remain single, it's not like – it's like you get older and all of a sudden, like, you know you're older, but it's just like, well, I'm a certain age, so I can no longer date – like, six months ago, I could date the 25-year-old. Now I have to
3: date the 26-year-old. I don't – Yeah, you're conforming to, like, the social norms of, like, okay, well, if I'm this age, I can't date below this age.
4: But I – you know, I at the same time, I do – Challenge myself to not challenge myself, but I want to date someone who's more at my level, right? But then at the same time, like I've dated like girls who are 28, 29, and I'm just like, or 30 or 31 or whatever. I'm just like, and there's a whole new bag of shit going on that i'm just like i don't know what to <laughs> fucking do here like i don't why does my
3: back hurt
5: <laughs> yeah i mean I'll, I'll let me put this on the record too my floor is what i said it was but as far as like a in age max i would date someone older than me in a heartbeat you know i wouldn't I, I don't think i would put a label on it but you go back to ghosting i think ghosting is a good conversation to talk about all right let's hear about yourself su- i want to hear your story Oh, I got a hilarious story. Everyone has a story or perception of what ghosting is. Well, I'll
3: I'll tell you why I brought up ghosting, but I want to hear your perspective and your story first. So
5: here's why you brought it up, and I think it might correlate to why I'm bringing it up. So I get off the show, and I'm getting... And right off the show, you know, a show hasn't aired, so really the only people either following you are friends and family or people that are, like, really into the reality breakers. And my like messages are just flooded with, I can't believe you date ghosted a girl. What the hell's wrong with you? What kind of person are you? And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? So I start doing some research and I figure out that there was a girl that I was talking to in Rochester who is such a sweetheart, by the way. But we were talking. <laughs> such a sweetheart. A, it was probably a two-month thing. We broke up. Complete. like we stopped talking and then i moved to across the country and i was across the country for five six months before the show started and there was nothing there since then well then i went on the show and one of her friends this is actually crazy one of her friends went on twitter saying like talking all this smack about me one of her friends that i had never met so someone reached out to them and there's an article saying that I ghosted this girl, which was so ridiculous because from the time the show started to when this was being made, now it was like eight months or so. So it gets even better to the fact that I get off the show. There's been such a delay between the last time we talked, when the show started, when the show ended, that I get off this show and this girl that at this point now I hadn't spoken to romantically in nine months, who I'm getting accused of now ghosting is now dating my really good friend who actually was on the show. He was one of my buddies that surprised me in Richmond that Becca flew out. And they're still happily dating. But you touch on a couple topics here. There's this whole definition of ghosting. Is there this timeline with ghosting? And then also, what is your comfort level in having a good friend of yours Date someone that you had been involved with in the past, and that's a headache. But that's 2018, and I'm okay with.
4: Did you hook okay up with that.
5: when we were dating? Yeah, they dated for a little. You while. You like dated, so. dated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, and like, she accused a, uh, of
4: ghosting by like what? How?
5: So she she did not, she, my her under, friend. She did. was, a, she was friend. approached by people to see if she wanted to bring this to fruition, to bring us to light. Oh, okay. And yeah, she okay. she denied it because <laughs> oh, it was. It, yeah it was false it was fake it, 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 it but I her didn't friend
4: her. the thirsty animal wanted <laughs> to get some attention
5: <laughs> a friend of hers who i had never met uh um, got it. Went publicly yeah. saying i ghosted dude her. it is pretty
3: crazy though how like they just uh, a magazine reached out to my ex-girlfriend when i was on the bachelorette and they wanted her to write an article about what it's like to be an ex-girlfriend of somebody who is on the bachelorette and that's not really that bad, but it is interesting how like this magazine even found out who she was. This was before My Name was released. I
4: went, uh, in, when, I was in, when I graduated, a year after I graduated high school, I made out with a girl at a bar once who apparently ended up working for uh, Lifestyle, Life and
3: Style? Life and Style, yeah.
4: And she, when I was a bachelor, wrote this whole expose on what it was like to date me that was, was her was uh, very, i saw that it was very That's flattering 100 percent. totally made up i mean we made out one night at a bar and she like talked about like the summer fling that yeah, we had the
3: summer fling that you guys were madly in love
5: so I, I would say i had in my life three serious girlfriends one i broke her heart one i had my heart broken and one it was kind of uh, um indifferent we just separated do you count and becca know- as a
3: serious fling
5: uh so so she's not in that three all right that's what i figured no here's the purpose of this real quick is all of them i called all of them before i went on the show and i was like listen even like even the one that we dated for four years and it was an ugly breakup i just told them like i will not make our business public i have no idea what's going to happen but i want you to know i i have i will i still respect you and your family and you'll notice on the show not once ever Ever did I talk about my exes?
1: Yeah,
4: I i think a lot of people have make that. I, I I did the same. Th- I didn't. I didn't call like you did. I mean, one. My most recent ex at the time, we had bro- been broken up for a year. She knew. Uh, I I called we had one a conversation. I called, but one yeah, person. I kind of made that. Uh, Kind of decision that I wasn't going to talk in any detail about relationships. You know, I'd mention I'd have them that I had them, yeah.
3: no names. It didn't though, work no out, specifics. but
4: I wouldn't certainly say names. They're really getting into details um, because I mean I was fortunate that while there are highs and lows in relationships, I didn't. There was no like shit talking that needed to be done or yeah. or or anything like that. What do you mean
3: shit talking?
0: Well, like, I didn't like have, towards like,
3: some, an ex, yeah,
4: tragic story oh, of about, like, not. well, I, you know, I'm the victim here. And it's like whatever, we we were young yeah. and dated, and we didn't work out. Like that's life. Totally, I wasn't I wasn't gonna throw any of my accident on the bus. Like as as Jason mentioned, that he you know, Un- unfortunately, like a lot of our peers don't make that same. I
3: was yeah,
4: I <laughs> same decision. There's They're serious, like, what do you want me to say? Like <laughs> I don't know, it, I did this guy fucking sucked.
3: It was all her <laughs> fault. <laughs> I was heartbroken. She's terrible. Oh, Garrett? Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, no. Garrett opted
4: to make uh. a different decision. I mean, I, I've never met Garrett. I'm sure he's lovely. He is quite uh, lovely. I've uh, met him
3: once. Great guy. That was man. the funniest thing, though. <laughs>
4: it was like, hey, guys, you need me to talk about X? What do you want me to say? I'll I will say fucking anything. shit all over her. I don't know. <laughs> I do not care.
5: <laughs> oh, that's amazing.
2: <laughs> Bio clarity, guys. You've heard it before. But you guys keep buying it because you love it that much. Like that's why they keep having ads on the I Don't Get It podcast because you guys are buying and loving. If you haven't used BioClarity yet, it is one of
1: my favorite ways to maintain and get great glowing skin. And Ashley, I have to say your skin looks unreal. Like you're barely wearing makeup anymore because of BioClarity. Oh, well, thank you. It's also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Because I love
2: my animals. It also has this cool thing called Floralox, which is derived from chlorophyll, which is the green stuff in plants. And it really helps with redness and it really calms your skin. That was always my biggest complaint is that my skin's always so red, but Bioclarity has really helped it out. And it also helps out uh, hyperpigmentation, which is another issue that I feel like I've always kind of suffered with. They have this new stuff called a Skin Smoothie. It's a moisturizer, and it's going to make your skin feel so soft and glowy. And beyond the moisturizer, they have two different skincare routines depending on your kind of skin. There's a the clear skin routine for combination and oily, breakout-prone skin, or the essentials routine if you have skin more like NAS, which is dry or normal but not breakout-prone. It's got uh, chamomile, green tea, cucumber, all those anti-inflammatory
1: ingredients which we all know is also so helpful if you're like hungover and you feel like your face is poofy from the night before or you had ramen that had a lot of sodium well, in it that you're going to need a lot of water for. We've but, all been there. But yeah. also the BioClarity products.
2: Right. And BioClarity is delivered straight to your door and it's three steps. It's an easy routine to get into. And you can get started today by going to bioclarity.com. You can get your first month for 50% off any routine of your choosing. Plus, shipping is free, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code, just get it, G-E-T-I-T. And that's bioclarity.com, and enter our code, get it. And if you don't like it, just return it. No risk, guys.
5: But I do think, you know, kind of going back, I think the most difficult thing in dating today is just that whole process of like, leading up to the first date honestly well the whole navigating the waters of leading up to the first date is just awful in 2018 well yeah, yeah because there's so many outs there is there's and, so many
4: like people that's why i say people get lazier it's just like uh do i and again i I, and I live in la right so whether it's a dm or 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 different ways you meet people um la is a tough town and there's a lot of superficial i mean
3: there's a lot of shiny things there's in a lot Los of Angeles. shit out
4: there that quite honestly i'm not saying i'm the most amazing guy but I, I i do value my midwest upbringing and and i like to think that i i still uh go about dating in, in that sense not i'm not a saint by any means but at the same time like i get it that it, because dating is so discouraging both for men and women that it's like but it's you know they've had listen you know Same with you, with you, Jason, like just by definition, it's most likely not going to work out
3: and it's exhausting. It may not have a
4: bad time, but it just may not work out. Sometimes even from a guy's point of view, if you're, you know, I'm assuming the same way, like on a first date, I'm always going to pay for drinks, you know, like I'm just always, or, you know, if it's a, so like, it's like. If I'm lukewarm with a girl, I'm like, it's LA. It's like, oh, do I want to drop 100 bucks tonight and mm-hmm. like, and, I, and have an average conversation with a girl? Like, deep down, you know, it's like little things like that. Totally. Or a girl's like, well, do I, you know, like, I don't, do I really want to like drive across Probably. town and like listen to this guy's bullshit? You know, who knows? Like, she, and I think that's the problem with, you know, kind of Jason's point is this the, the getting to that first date because there's just so many outs that people like will think of to get out of and you really and and we talked about this in the last podcast i'm a i'm i'm a persistent guy in a sense that when i the very few times i am intrigued i will go for it Mm -hmm. but i i think this day and age you don't hear the stories as much like when you watch the rom-coms or the old-fashioned stories you always hear these stories about how like i you know, she, you know, the, the woman will tell a story like he, he asked me to marry me 20 times and I finally said yes. And like, that's somehow romantic where nowadays you, that's
3: Nick. You're like, ins- no, but you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're
4: insane. You know, like, you're like, it's like, you know, people will be like, well, don't, I mean, if you like text her once and like she didn't respond, don't, I mean, don't reach out again. You know, that's, that'd be weird. I know. And so like there's this balance of like trying to stand out by being persistent or yeah, just moving I, on. The, I, and I honestly sometimes don't know the answer. If, you know, I, I don't know. So
5: Nick, I mean, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I This is like being a self-aware and kind of like self-deprecating, but I think one of my issues well before the show or anything is that I have a sense of pride and maybe like, you know, I'm just going to say this, maybe like a sense of entitlement almost, which is bad, but that when someone like de- denies me or declines me or says something that like doesn't make sense, like if I'm trying to get a girl to have drinks or do something like that and she's ignoring me, or I just can't get a response at all. I'm the kind of guy that's like, okay, whatever. And I'm sure girls feel the same way. I'm like, whatever. Like I, I, I don't need to be chasing you. Like I'm not the kind of guy that chases. And the first time you give me the the Heisman, then like I'm not, I'm done. And and there is that. The what's sad about that is there's probably someone I've come across that has given me the Heisman several times, and that I just quit. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chase. And if I would have chased, it could have worked out. And God, it's I sad love you. That, say Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> and I just think it's like sad in our world today. We don't, we don't fight like maybe they used to traditionally. Maybe it's something I need to start doing better. I remember my mom tried to break up with my dad once. She just said like, like didn't know what to do, and she's like, I just I'm not feeling. It. I want to break up. My dad literally was like, No, you can't. You just can't. Like we can't. And like fought through hell got her back 35 years later they're still married so yeah. i don't know I, well that's it's, the it's, thing
4: it, it, well also it's, it is confusing for us too but that story i told about those two friends right like the first time the, the first girl I was talking to her and by it honestly it didn't seem like via text or whatever i didn't get the impression she was all that interested maybe she wasn't i mean we hadn't met but then we mm-hmm. meet in person and she was incredibly flirtatious so it's just like you just Don't know, and honestly, for me, if I'm really intrigued by someone, again, this is with the assumption that like either I met them briefly, or you know, in this day and age, when you're meeting uh, over a dating app or or the internet or whatever, um, I just want a shot to meet them if I'm intrigued by someone because I don't want to be, you know, like I don't I don't want them to assume I'm just like any other guy. I don't want them to assume they know anything about me, especially with any type of public persona you know, good or bad, you know, like I think, I don't know how you feel, Jason, but like, you know, you have a lot of popularity right now, but there are a lot of women that, especially that I'm intrigued, just the fact that I'm on the show, they might hold that against me. They might put me of in course. a bubble. that says like, of any course. guy who's going to go on this show might not be interesting, smart or whatever. They may like, of course. they might have just watched a season on say Jojo season and been like, well, every guy's going to be like Robbie Hayes and, and <laughs> you know, like <laughs> chase. I mean, whatever, like, it, they might put us a, in, a, in a bubble. So, like, I have a self-consciousness about that where I just want to, like, meet them. And so, like, you just – and so whether I am persistent or not definitely has comes down to, like, what my level of interest. But, like, I also get confused on what what is romantic versus creepy or what is
3: – It's a fine line. There's a fine – I don't – it's and, a
4: matter of perception. I had women tell is. me that they were really – they really liked that the reason they agreed to go out with me is because i was persistent especially out in this day and age where guys seem so aloof and lukewarm and and they totally you know it's it's so damn confusing about that
3: it's such a case-by-case basis and that's the really difficult part is because you don't know who's gonna take one thing as creepy and the next person take as romantic and that's the fine line that causes some problems and like jason we were talking about like the heisman thing like first sign of trouble especially early on before you even meet it's like okay I'm just, you know, if she's giving me the Heisman in any way, I'm going to move on. I think it's really difficult for a lot of people out there because, Jason, you're very lucky that you're a good-looking guy and well, you have these opportunities. You're a stud. No one's denying it. Listen, stop that. every woman that's listening to this podcast right now is just loving your voice.
5: Um, oh, you stop. And I'm currently
3: watching Jason's Instagram and his
4: movement ad Swipe up if you haven't seen it. Go
3: Absolutely. To- the kids, he's put <laughs> his sunglasses on. He's sitting on his couch. He's got his like What's checkered code? button down What's on. What's the code? Code, code? code sexy Code Jason.
4: Tardic 15? Ooh. for any of those who hard the, the story will be gone by
3: then using the last name for the code that's an interesting interesting so move. if you listen
4: to this go to movement interesting approach um,
3: and so but it's hard though because there's a lot of people in this dating world like they finally meet somebody that they're kind of interested in and even though there's signs of trouble they're like yeah I, this is like the first person out of 15 that i i actually want to go on a date with so should i yeah. should i not try to be persistent so it's this really hard place to navigate and i think When you said about your parents' first sign of trouble, I I love how there was a sign of trouble and they were like, no, we're working through this. We are married.
4: His his dad was.
3: His dad was. (laughs) But I'm assuming your mom was on the same page because they're still very much together and very much in love. And so... But it's different nowadays because, for me, I'm sorry, I feel like we do have this heightened sense of what it means to be soulmates. And I feel like a lot of people these days, on the first sign of trouble, they say, oh, wait, well, maybe this person is my soulmate because if this person is... Somebody I should spend the rest of my life with, shouldn't it be easy all the time? And it's like, no, that's not the way life works. That's not the way relationships work. The person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, somebody that you love, you're going to have a lot of issues with at times and you need to work past that. Now, obviously, there's a line. If you're fighting 90% of the time, maybe it's not the person you're supposed to be with. But having said that, like you can't be with somebody for months and then have a first fight and then be like, oh, never mind, I'm rethinking everything and um it's it's a hard place to navigate with first dates i i mean the thing is like you guys talk about like there's so many other things you could do absolutely but also i'm sorry i go back to the phone like it's just really easy to procrastinate and text somebody and really keep going back and forth before somebody finally says hey we should meet up because like i think that's uh, jason i don't know i kind of want to get your opinion on this like when's the first time you should really like
5: just go for it, man. Go
3: for it. When's the first time you should go for it?
5: So I think even there's a lot of things, like, things to take away. And the biggest, two are you said there's a lot of female listeners, is that, you know, you're, it doesn't matter how confident a guy may seem. There are so many insecurities that we battle with the whole dating process. Totally. And I also think it, it just comes down to, like, communication. It's like we talk about all these things that we have issues with and that have created barriers and speed bumps to our our path of dating but at the end of it it really comes down to just like effective communication and it's something that our generation we just struggle with it's not easy and it has to do with pride entitlement appealing appearance confidence um the list goes on but it's 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 not easy
3: nick what are you what are your thoughts about guys and their insecurities because i do think that there is this perception. Well, on, perce- on, the, on the bottom. well my 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 question is i do think there's this perception of guys out there who are good looking and have everything together and girls look at them and they're like, Oh, he's so cocky. He knows everything he wants in life. He's good looking. He's got charisma. When in actuality, there might be a lot of depth behind that person. And more specifically, maybe some doubts and insecurities. And so, I don't know. I've always felt that way that like, cause I've talked about it with myself where like, I sometimes would try to put this persona on of like, I know, what I want, like I'm, I'm, I know who I am. When in actuality, I'm just like this very confused human being who's just trying to navigate his way through life with a lot of insecurities. And
4: so, I mean, I just think in general rule of thumb is that you can just safely assume that everyone has a bunch of insecurities, and it really doesn't matter what they look like or what their age is. If you're young, you're insecure about being too young. If as you get older, you're insecure about being older. You know if um, everyone has insecurities about how they look. It doesn't matter what you look like. Um, you know, yeah, I think it's safe to assume. I think sometimes it seems like... I, I think more importantly, to your point, maybe what you're getting at is... And maybe just me, I am an intros- introspective guy. Uh, I, I, maybe I'm different than Jason or you, but I... I you know, everyone... I'm an overthinker. And so if I really like someone just like it sounds like a lot of my women friends do, I will overanalyze and think about what does this mean? What should I say? Do I write this? Do I write that? Do I ask this? Do I ask that? Should Did I respond? And so I know I do that. I don't know if Jason does that, but I think a lot, yeah. to your point, I think a lot of guys, if they like a girl, have the same questions and um, have the same um, worries and concerns and insecurities about uh, what they should do. But anyway, I mean, like, that's the thing so about, I have a
5: question for you.
4: Well, if, yeah, but if you really like someone enough, you're gonna generally, you know, not so be you're, overconfident. So
5: you're, so you're onto something that we haven't really addressed. You said, so when I really like someone, or if you like someone enough, and I don't want to hear like the cheesy, boring. I want a strong person. I mean, like, what is it really like at the core that gets you from okay, this is like a cool thing. This could work out. It's like I really like this person. I want to pursue date one, two, three, four. I could see a future here.
3: She has to look like a Kardashian. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm kidding.
5: Uh,
3: I, well, uh, listen, I mean, there's always,
4: there's get, always a physical aspect, you know? I mean, it, I, I certainly, uh, you know, I have a type, I've learned.
3: Um, but it's I, not, Do you have a type? Well, I don't. What you do, do you think I, your type is?
4: Like, I tend to be attracted to brunettes
3: okay physically yes I, I was
4: talking more physically like but emotionally not always, right like again these these two friends they ve- look very
3: differently um but like emotionally like all right let me ask I, I think my concern with me is i
4: i as as i, I like <laughs> i like interesting women sometimes my problem is i think these interesting women are as ashley would describe to me wild horses mm-hmm. so like i don't i just like women who really get me to think and are you know challenge me and and really kind of hold on. i i heck, can't figure them out because i usually figure out people pretty quickly i want that's probably my problem
3: well i'm not i'm not gonna say this is your problem but it is an interesting little tidbit about you is that you are very attracted to women that like can challenge you in a lot of different ways and who don't who don't back down from you but the interesting thing about you is that those women are the very same people that you don't back down from either and it I causes back down but exactly well so that's you, not
4: true i like to, I, that, that's not entirely true
3: i like from I, my perspective i don't know the inner
4: workings when of every i relationship when i'm in, in a relationship
3: been.
4: i i tend to be um more submissive you know not you know like i i like <laughs> i don't like not <laughs> tell us not working. the bedroom <laughs> no <laughs> but like i like we're going there eh? i like uh i like earning like i like doing things for the person i love oh you, you know, are like very I much like, a provider i like i like doing that i don't feel the need to so
3: that's not my question that's not what i was so saying I
4: give in like I give in, in that sense like i don't mind i'm not like stubborn in that
3: no you are if, if there's one thing about nick viola you are very much a provider which is why you will make a great father one day but what i'm saying specifically about girls that are willing to challenge you is that they like, if you say something, they will say something back. But you are the type of person who, like, won't be like, oh, maybe you're right. You'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm I mean, going to reiterate my point. And it's interesting because those are the girls that you're attracted to. But those are also, I feel like, the girls that you butt heads yeah, that's, with. That's, that's the journey I'm on, Jared. You know, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jason, think- you, had a, you had a question earlier. I'm sorry. What's up, bud?
5: Oh, no. So my question was just Nick answered it. It's like, what really is it that gets you to, like, really like someone? And for me, actually, Nick, it's funny. I think we share... A lot of commonality there like i want someone with like sass and energy and someone that is has like a really good sense of humor and is like really passionate about it could be anything in the world but just has a passion that like drives them every day and one of the most attractive things to me the most attractive things to me is is like a, a um a partner who's really emotionally intelligent like someone that you can, that is resilient, adaptable, you can bring them in other um, circumstances. And for the most part, they get along with people. My friends and family are like everything to me. So someone that can get along with my friends and family and make the most of us of situations, that is like what drives it from like, oh, this is good to like, I really want to pursue this person, marry this person, have this person be uh, my partner. But I think you also got to a good point there, Nick. Do you think at, at any point, because I've definitely done this. And Jared, curious if in the past you've done it when you were single, is you wonder if everything you're looking for is exactly what you want, what you're attracted to, but you're not compatible with, which gives you the same result, right? Like, are you looking for an equation that just doesn't work? And it's something I have thought about. I think about. I contemplate. I mean, yeah. let's uh, you um,
3: know. Let me speak from personal experience. Absolutely. Like yeah. I always envisioned myself with somebody that was the complete opposite of Ashley. Somebody who's a little bit more reserved and quiet. And um, um, what's not that Ashley's temperament is highly emotional, but she obviously you know might cry every once in a while. And so <laughs> I always imagined myself with somebody like that. And then so somebody like Ashley comes along, and I immediately think to myself, no, I mean, like, I love this girl, but she's not the girl for me. And then time goes on, and then I realized I'm a fucking idiot, and the girl (laughs) that is meant for me, the best thing that has ever happened in my life is right in front of me. And unless I do something, and unless I just forget all my insecurities and and, and forget my um, assumptions about the person I should be with, the person that – I should be with is right in front of me. And so I, I, I agree with you, man. Like sometimes I think we have this idea in our head of who should be with and, and we're kind of like pushing aside a lot of people that actually might be better for us.
4: Wow. Um, the journey continues. I, I, well, I I found that I, what I, simple thing I, I am attract My laughs don't come cheap and I'm definitely attracted to women's whose laughs don't come cheap.
3: So you, you want somebody who makes you earn a good laugh.
4: I like, yeah. I like someone who won't laugh at everyone's jokes. But like sometimes when you give them to the
3: laugh, you're like, I got gotcha. you. I, like
5: I, I, I don't see eye to eye with you there at
3: all. <laughs> Jason wants somebody who just fucking laughs at
5: everything. <laughs> i a fun, happy person that laughs. <laughs> I,
4: I don't, I'm not saying they don't have to be fun or happy. They could be a lot of fun, but they, you know, they, I don't know.
3: Dammit, Jason, I was going to ask you something about when you said emotional intelligence. I wrote it down.
5: I, I did talk about like family, friends, getting along, them yeah. in a room. they like, they're like just that, so that, that's kind so attractive. Of a, but that's
4: kind of a ba- basic, right? Like we all want people to get along with their family and friends that would just suck if they didn't.
3: Yeah, but I also think it's, it's it's yet again, uh, a thing that has changed in the years because I think a lot of people get along with their family and friends now, but I, again, I think that there were just certain subject matters years ago that were a lot more important in people's minds than they are today, and I think honest, that has caused a lot of friction between in-laws.
5: Yeah, I, I have never seen, especially growing up, but to where I'm at now with some of my friends and friends of friends and people that have issues with in-laws and friends. I mean, that is serious stuff. I think one of my biggest takeaway from relationships of those I know are that when you marry someone, without a doubt, you marry their family. And that is such an important piece of the puzzle because I have seen it cause catastrophic issues in, in marriages engagements etc so I don't oh, think that's yeah. always a,
4: oh, I'm not saying it doesn't happen and it's certainly a detriment oh, you're but saying that's what you the would, desire to have a, a, a partner who you enjoy their family and vice versa yeah. and they enjoy yours it's I don't think anyone's ever like ended up with someone and said, "Listen, I I would really prefer them to hate that's my fair. family or not." That's
3: fair. And if it no, but I think Jason was just saying the weight he puts on it may be more so than other people. it. G- gotcha. Correct.
4: Yes. Correct. Correct. Yeah, because I think you know, and that's but that's tough too. Like sometimes, I mean, I'm assuming these friends at one point when they met their person, they fell in love with them, they liked them, and they're like, "Man, their family fucking sucks." But do I break <laughs> up with them because like I really love her or I love him or you know? And eventually, yes, it sounds like it. It ended up ruining Nick, things, but. next
5: Jared, let, let me ask you this. So we go back to the whole approach, the finding your person. Is there a place that you have had found other? Uh, yeah, no, bars fine. Is there a place that you have had a lot of success in breaking the ice with a woman? And is there a place that, like, under no circumstances, you're like, no, like, like, for instance, I will never approach a girl at a gym, ever. And I know, like a lot of people do it. And I think it's cliche. It just makes me so uncomfortable. It, there are I, places I would all day, and there's places I never would.
4: I don't like to use the words "never" and "always." I would agree yeah. that I'd prefer not to at the gym for the yeah. reasons that you would never. But I agree. Mean, shit, if you like run into a girl that you're just like, I, I will say this about the gym. Um I, when I was younger, I used to my ego. I would really. I don't know about you, Jason, but I would growing up in Milwaukee. I would I would try if I liked the girl. I would
3: okay. try to like get the number, like the bartender. Get the number where
4: the bartender
3: or like the uh, server girl? Were you the type of person that you try to get the number, or would you leave your number on like a cocktail? No, napkin? I would get the number because here.
4: <laughs> no, I would I would ask her, and because I would like from an ego standpoint, kind of the same thing as the gem is. I'm assuming other than. The gyms are slightly different because it's kind of an intimate, she's working out. and But like for the same premise of of a bartender is you don't want to be the guy who's like, because they're, you assume trying to that she's always getting home. hit on, right? Like you don't want to hit on a girl at a gym because like every meathead in the gym is like, dude, hey, babe. And she's just like wants to work out, right? But if you really are into this person, all you have to do is just be different, you know, like, the, the guys were hitting at the bartenders at, at the bar, or the guys. At, it's always like they're hitting at them, and they're probably being creepy, or they're checking them out, or they're whistling, or they're saying something inappropriate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think sometimes I, in the past, well, I don't know if I've ever hit a girl in a gym, but I'm not saying I wouldn't. But if I was really intrigued by someone... <laughs> I'm
3: not saying I'm above that or anything. I'm, I'm you know? not. I'm not above I'm, hitting... I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm not above anything. You know, anything. if I'm doing chest one day and she's looking but over... But I think the
5: important thing...
4: I think the important <laughs> thing <them> here <laughs> to remember is that if you are intrigued by someone in these situations where it's not ideal to hit on someone like, say, the gym or their place of work, is you just have to, like recognize their point of view yes you know you have to like and i if i ever hit on a bartender or whatever i would i would go up to her and i'd say something like hey listen i don't mean to be like every other guy and in fact i am certain that you have a boyfriend so and i don't want to bother you but on the off chance you don't
3: can i ask you something that might make us sound a little douchey but whatever when people come up to you and ask for a picture, do you prefer somebody walking up to you and say, hey, can I get a picture? Or do you prefer somebody walking up and said, I know everybody's asking you for one. I don't want to be this person. I'm so sorry, but can I get a picture? Because when you're asking the bartender, it's a different. I would say it's different, but it's also similar. To be like to go to the bartender and instead of to
5: I'm on Jared, I'm on I'm on Jared's side here. Just it, ask him. again. I hate think. to sit here and talk about like, oh my god, what I'm asked about a picture. But the reality the situation is now coming off the show. It happens. I think it's and different. I feel like I'm I'm much more settled than when someone's like, hey, can I, you know, I I, I liked in, I liked you on the show. Can I get a picture? As opposed to when someone's like overly apologetic about it. oh my yeah. god i'm so sorry it's like i almost feel weird like well we don't have to, like yeah, you're overly apologetic. It's fine, it's fine.
4: i'm like a passing thought i'm not saying i'm going i wouldn't go up to a girl and be like hey i'm so sorry for doing this i really apologize and then apologize 15 other times totally i don't do that i know what you're talking about in terms of like the fan who comes up and be like i'm so sorry i don't want to do that I don't. and you no, are still you it okay scene, like, you're still a very guys, wonderful do you fan. guys
5: watch ozark do you guys watch ozark yeah it's a great show there is know, a, a scene all right, there's a scene in the second season I'll never forget, and it's when the um, – Nick, it's when I'm blanking on his name, the farmer guy, you know the farmer guy with the heroin fields? Yeah. Garrett? Anyway, so – The old guy. Um, so, Yeah, the older guy. The others, yeah. uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, the scene is this. He's a Marine, and he's sitting down talking at coffee with this girl, and she's very soft-spoken, and she's talking in circles about nothing – and then his, it's a flashback with his wife and him that are now married. It's a flashback of this girl that comes in, so assertive, and probably way too aggressively pushes the girl over and pretty much says, like, this is who I am. This is what I want. You're going to walk out this door with me right now, and you're never going to regret it. And it was like this scene that like I'll never forget because there was like a lot of truth to it. And what do you know? He walked out the door there, and he's married six yeah, years later. People are and to. now we're talking about a fake show
4: sure I, 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 listen i'm definitely attracted to that girl i'm just talking about in the situation where like why you won't hit on a girl at a bar is because you don't want to be uh, well, why don't you want to hit on a girl at a, at a, a gym because
3: you don't want to be that guy of course. you don't want to be
4: that guy right yeah. so i'm just simply saying that if you are really intrigued by a girl and like you just you, you're at a gym there's this girl like you're like oh my god she's she's fucking incredible like i i don't know where she's from i gotta like i gotta say something you just gotta like be different than any other guy maybe I, it's just being polite and is saying hey listen i don't want like listen i don't want to bother you but i would regret you know something like that anything. and listen at the end of the day either she's going to be interested or not and if you're cute enough and if she's interested in you she will want you to hang i'm assuming i mean i don't want to get bugged but like if you're saying like if there was a girl who i thought wanted to come take a picture of me and i was like oh, i don't know if like I, i'm hanging out with my friends but turns out i think she's the most beautiful girl in the world i will do whatever she wants. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, Of course, but that's a different argument. Totally.
3: What I'm saying, but here's, the, I want to tell a quick story about what you're talking about hitting on the gym. I used to go to Planet Fitness, you know, the No Judgment Zone. And this was in my early 20s and there was a girl there that was so cute. I wanted to talk to her. I saw her probably at the gym three or four times a week. Like, it would be that weird thing where like I was walking out and like she, was, she would hold the door for me or something. And I'd be like, oh, thank you and want to say something else but just not have the balls to. And there was this other guy at the gym that would, always talk to her he'd always go up to her and I always thought to myself well there's that guy but here's the thing he's got the balls to go up to her and say something and I'm too afraid because I don't want to be that guy
4: yeah that's my point it's just like you can't you got to shoot some you got to be willing to strike out sometimes I don't know
5: and, and because of stories like that Craigslist added Craigslist misconnections that's it <laughs> I'm just kidding do you know how
3: many <laughs> misconnections there must be out there for you Jason right uh, now It must be absurd. Millions. I need it. I I, I mean
5: everyone everyone does though, Jared. Everyone has millions of misconnections. How many times do you walk in a grocery store, in airport, outside, and you kind of like give someone a quick glance, but you're like, there's no way I have it, I gotta go. There's so many misconnections every day for every single single person. And I think that's what is like the worst part. It's it's brutal.
3: Yeah, because you never know. You never know if maybe you just maybe you should have just took a left instead of taking a right, and you would be with your soulmate right now. Who really knows? (laughs) that's life um (laughs) but guys thank you so much for listening to the guys version of the i don't get It" podcast jason you're awesome thank you so much for tuning for tuning in jesus christ for
5: calling in (laughs) to the podcast all the way from seattle and you're gonna be in la this week i'm gonna be in la this weekend so hopefully we can all grab a beer when are you moving here (laughs)
3: get your ass la eh? we'll we'll talk this weekend over a couple brewskis you know (laughs) a couple (sighs) brews. uh nick nick you are always just so honest and incredible and such a good man and uh do you have any closing thoughts no (laughs) oh man well guys thank you so much you're both awesome for uh, joining in you can tune in next week and uh, lauren ashley and naz will be back on talking about things that they just really don't get
0: well, I hope that was helpful and entertaining. I'm sure Nick Viol graced us with amazing help. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, he probably advice.
2: just talked about his own personal experience with online dating.
1: Which is always interesting. Okay, right? guys, we're pre-recording this um, outro, so <laughs> we have no idea what they just said. But we love you guys. Subscribe. We hope you like this podcast. And follow us on Instagram at I Don't Get A Podcast.
2: Bye. 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 This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.